You know, I spent many, many, many years chasing weight loss. I made it my number one priority. And in fact, losing and then maintaining weight loss almost became like an integral part of who I was. But I've also spent the last few years turning away from that, focusing on some different goals and different priorities within my life. And I can safely say from my own personal lived experience that the me who isn't always chasing weight loss and panicking about putting weight back on again is a much, much happier, more balanced, less stressed and more confident person. Now, I won't claim I don't sometimes feel the draw to lose weight. And I also think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight and having it as one of your goals. For me, the problems arise when weight loss becomes the only goal. It becomes the only thing that we can see. It becomes the thing that we judge our success or failure by and the only thing that drives us to make improvements to our exercise and nutrition. So today I want to talk about why making weight loss the be all and end all, the only goal can be so problematic and how we can look at weight loss through a different lens to help us grow in confidence and ultimately to empower ourselves. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Hey, hey, peeps. How are you this week? A huge welcome back to all of my existing listeners and subscribers. And of course, a massive welcome if you're brand new to the podcast too. And don't forget that if you want to make sure that this amazing content is delivered to you each and every week, then just make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing. You can do that inside your podcast player. Right, today we're getting into the subject of weight loss. Now, obviously, this is one of my favourite, favourite things to talk about because it comes up so, so often in the conversations that I have. And actually, I was really compelled to create this episode after a question that came up in my Women Lift Strong program. And it was from one of the members who was a few weeks into the program and she admitted that she was starting to feel that pull of diet culture again. Now, Women Live Strong is a program that's all about helping women to, you know, get their fitness mojo back, build a regular strength training routine, because I know that's what gets the very best results, and to help you just find your confidence, not only through regular exercise, but also working on mindset and body image to really create that long-term change that we're all looking for. And ultimately, to get that mindset change around exercise and nutrition and ourselves. But even though that's the aim of the course, right, it wasn't a surprise when this popped up because after all, we've all been massively, massively conditioned to look for weight loss as our number one goal, right? To strive to fit that very narrow ideal around how our bodies look and also to be able to do that as quickly as humanly flipping possible. It's something, however, that most of us know isn't particularly working, right? Because if it was working, we'd all have done half first diet or exercise regime and we'd all be strutting around feeling absolutely bloody amazing. And I know from experience 
from my own experience, from the experience of working with hundreds, if not thousands of women over the years, it's that many of us just continue to be on this roller coaster. We never feel good about ourselves. We're always chasing the weight loss. We keep telling ourselves, when I get to the goal, then I'll be happy. And, you know, the pull of that promise, that promise that we will get everything we want at the end of that weight loss journey is as strong as ever. It is not something we can shift overnight. And I know it's something that I, for sure, I'm going to have to keep tackling and talking about on an ongoing basis with my clients and members. It's one of those things. It's not a one conversation and done thing. It's not, hey, let's do a few weeks together and everything's going to change. Absolutely not. It takes time to change this conversation and to change what's going on in our heads around this. But anyway, back to this particular situation. So this member, like I say, had come to me and she'd said, look, I'm a few weeks in, really enjoying it. I'm doing the work, but I'm starting to feel that really familiar pull back to, I need to do more right? She was feeling that pull towards that kind of diet culture. She was questioning what she was doing. She was thinking that she should be doing more. She was thinking that she should be getting more strict with her nutrition, or maybe she should even head towards a quick fix diet just to get quickly get the results, right? And then she'd get back to normal. And this is a, I think, a battle that we all have in our heads over and over and over again. And I know I am right in saying that this experience is not an unusual one. And I sort of got thinking about this really, because I think it is, it's such an important thing to talk about. Because like I say, there's nothing wrong with wanting weight loss. There's nothing wrong with having that as one of your goals. But what many of us have done is we've turned it into the only thing that is important. We've created it as the only reason that we will make dietary changes, the only reason that we'll go out there and we'll do exercise. And so, of course, we go round and round and round in this circle, kind of being pulled towards, well, how can I do this as quickly and easily as possible? But it's not providing us with long-term change. And we all know that because our weight goes down and then it goes up and then it goes down and then it goes up. And the truth is that when we're in this cycle, we just stay in this cycle. We get strict with ourselves, we lose a bit of weight, we feel amazing. So then we go, oh, yeah, I'm getting there so I can take my foot off the pedal a bit. I can relax. And then, of course, we put the weight back on again and continue to go round and round and round in circles. And for many women out there, the cycle never ends. I went through that cycle myself for a good 15 years, okay? We never reach the point where we feel confident in ourselves or even remotely good about ourselves because we're always chasing the weight loss, We're always saying to ourselves, when I've lost the weight, then I'm allowed to feel good. And even worse than this, for some women, they go through this cycle over and over again and actually just keep putting more and more weight on (laughs) and ending up feeling really hopeless because they feel like they're doing all the things, they're trying all the things, they're doing the diets, they're doing the stuff they've been told to do, but they've ended up in a worse place to the one in which they started. And this is ultimately what happens when we make weight loss the number one the only goal. Okay. Like I said, nothing wrong with it being in the mix, nothing wrong with it being part of the things that we're thinking about. The problem arises when it becomes the only thing that really matters. And, you know, I know that women will come to me and they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I want to be stronger and I want to feel fitter and I want to lose weight. And I know that they're saying all these things, they think they should say these things, but actually they're thinking, "Mm, however, I just need to lose the weight, then I'll be happy. So this is the thing that happens when we make it the number one thing. It becomes the reason to exercise. It becomes the reason we make changes to our nutrition. 
But it's also really stressful, really demoralising when we have to keep doing it over and over again. So why do many of us prioritise that weight loss above all else? Why do we end up in a situation where if we don't get the weight loss, then we feel like we've completely failed, that we feel like it's pointless if weight loss doesn't come at the end of it, even if we've made really positive changes to our health and well-being? Well, you know, I don't want to teach you things you already know here. I think you probably know most of this, but essentially it's number one. We are told that weight loss will make us healthier, right? A lot of people come to me and they say, oh, you know, I just I just want to be healthier and I know that I'll be healthier when I lose weight. Not necessarily. There are lots and lots and lots and lots of factors that go into our health. Weight is one of them, but it's only one of them. It is not the be all and end all. And we've almost got into this binary situation, isn't it? If you're overweight, you're unhealthy. If you're of normal weight, you're healthy. And we know that's not true. We absolutely know that's not true. We know that we can have unhealthy, normal weight people and we can have really, really healthy, overweight people, right? Those two things are possible because there's so much more that goes into our well-being and, and, and into our health than our weight in and of itself. The exercise and activity that we do, the amount of movement that we do each day, how we eat, relationships, you know, how, how our relationships are with other people, you know, whether we feel like we're part of a community, whether we've got a family around us, all of those kind of things. Stress as well. Stress has a massive impact on our health. So weight loss, yes, it can contribute towards us being healthier because likely if we're losing weight, we're doing some of the things that are making us feel healthier, but it's not the be all and end all, right? I think the second reason that we we go for weight loss above all else is that we know that being smaller comes with more privilege, right? It's easier to fit into the clothes in the shops. It's easier to be accepted. Um, We are more privileged when we're smaller. And actually on that note, also, it's really important to us to be part of the group. You know, once upon a time, being part of the group was literally about our survival. So, what society tells us, what the bigger group around us tells us becomes really important to us. And if that group is telling us, hey, the smaller you are, the better you are, then we're going to go with that. And we're going we're gonna, to you know, absorb that. And we're going to go, well, if I want to fit in, if I want to be safe, then I need to be small. We also get told that we can only be confident if and when we lose weight, right? You can't feel confident now because you're not in the right place. But when you lose the weight, then you can feel confident. Then you'll feel amazing about yourself. And so we we keep telling ourselves, I will feel confident when. I will feel confident when. Um, and of course, you know, last but not least, quick fix culture tells us that fast is best. And we are impatient, right? So if somebody tells us that we can do it quickly and easily, then we're going to do that. You know, give us the choice between working really, really, really hard for four weeks to achieve our goal, or we work a bit less hard over the next few months. Most of us are going to choose the first one, right? We're going to go, well, I'm just going to focus. I'm going to get my head down. I'm going to do it for the next four weeks. But the problem is we don't really change when we do that, do we? We change for the short term and then we hope that we can just go back to the same old things that we've always been doing before. So those are some of the reasons that we tend to feel like weight loss is the number one goal for us. And yet, ultimately, we know diets don't really work. You know, we can kid ourselves that they do because in the short term, we get a result, we lose some weight, we feel great, we rave about the amazing diet or the exercise regime we've just started. But for many of us, we find ourselves in the position we're in, which is frustrated and stuck and not particularly good about ourselves, exactly because of diets. 
exactly because we've been putting ourselves through this for years and years and years. Where we lose the weight, we put it back on, possibly a little bit more as well. We mess with our metabolism. We veer from feast to famine and back again. We go hard in the gym for a few weeks before giving up because it gets too much. And you know, the thing is, diet culture has an amazing system whereby it persuades us that it has the answer. But then when we inevitably fail, which in the medium to long term, the majority of people do, it then makes us feel like we are at fault. It's your fault. You didn't thought this was really simple. This diet is so flipping simple. If only you'd followed that, then you'd be okay. But of course it's not. It's They're selling us a lie. So what happens is we believe that when the diet fails, we're at fault. But when the diet succeeds, it's because the diet was amazing, right? Um, so the upshot is that all of this stuff, it just drains our confidence. We feel further and further away from our goal and we're never bloody happy. And look, I can attest to this because when I was in the middle of my dieting phase and, you know, I, when I look back on it now, I was like, you were really, really slim. You were really, really slim. You were fitting into teeny tiny clothes. You really were. And yet at the time I was like, mm, if I could just lose a few more pounds, then, then I'd be happy. Then I'd be truly okay. And then on the flip side of that, I spent the entire time panicking that I was going to mess up and, you know, that thing I'd just eaten was going to make me pile all the way back on again. And so I lived in constant fear as well. So was I happy? Was I confident? Was I feeling amazing about myself? Not really. Not really. Yes, I was small, but did I have all the things that that diet had promised me? No, absolutely flipping not. So here are a few truths about weight loss that I want to share with you and sort of taking it back to, like I say, this, this idea that yes, weight loss can be a goal for us and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But we can't make it the number one. We can't make it the be all and end all. We can't make it the thing that we judge our success or failure on. And here, here are the truths that kind of back that up. I think the first one is weight loss is something that ultimately is out of our control. Okay. You can't control how much weight you lose. And believe me, your body starts to get pretty flipping annoyed when you start to deprive it. And that's where you end up in the binge starve cycle. Because when you drastically cut calories or when you suddenly go hard in the gym, when you've done nothing for ages, your body is like, oh my God, what's going on here? This isn't normal. This isn't right. And so it goes into survival mode and survival mode is mm, we need to eat food. We need to get high energy food in quickly because something weird is happening here and I don't like it. So our body is going to absolutely try and balance us out. So it's going to do that. But also weight loss in itself is out of our control, right? We can't control where the fat goes. We can't control our body shape. We can't control what our metabolism is going to do. We can't control all of those things. And I, if you've ever done a diet at the same time as a male. <laughs> so back in the day, me and my husband used to like do it. Like We were like, right, yeah, come on, let's go. Let's do it together. And we'd both go on the same diet. We'd both be eating the same bloody things. And over a week, he'd lose like half a stone and I'd lose a pound. And I was like, what the actual... Now, it is easier for men to lose weight generally. But also, you could do the exact same thing as, as your friend they could lose three pounds, you could lose half a pound, right? We have no way of predicting. We can't control this thing, okay? We absolutely can't control this thing. So when we set our store by, I, I need to lose a stone to feel confident, you know, we're just setting ourselves on a really difficult road, right? Because we don't know if we're going to do that. We don't know if that's going to be possible for us. 
Um, also, when we focus only on weight loss, we're very likely to do things that we can only sustain for a short period of time. Hence why people come on and off diets and often end up putting the weight and more back on again. So when we're in this cycle, we're not truly changing, right? We're focusing on what can I do to lose weight? And so we make drastic changes and we make pr big promises to ourselves. But really what's going on inside us is I'll just do this for a bit and then I can go back to normal, right? So we're not changing our habits. We're doing things as a means to an end. Um, and we fail to focus actually on the habit changes that are going to be most beneficial to us in the long term, most beneficial to our overall health. And that can be a real problem because, you know, ultimately for most of us, it's about habit change. It's about long-term habit change. That's how we get the result. That's how we grow in confidence. That's how we feel in control. That's how we feel more empowered within ourselves. You know, and just focusing on weight loss is not empowering us. Just focusing on weight loss is telling us that the way that I look is the most important thing about myself. And in doing that, we ignore all of the other amazing things about us, all of the other amazing things that we have to offer. And I think the final truth really is that, you know, we tell ourselves that confidence and feeling good about ourselves can only come when we've lost weight. So we put ourselves in a real when-then situation. So like I say, when I've lost weight, I didn't feel suddenly super confident and amazing. I spent the time worrying and panicking that I was going to put the weight back on again. And also saying to myself, oh, you're not quite there. You've got another few pounds, another few pounds, another few pounds, then everything will be okay. Um, and, you know, that's not a great, that's not the place that I want to live my life, right? I want to be able to enjoy a glass of wine without worrying that I'm going to put a pound on. I want to be able to go out and have a nice meal with my friends and have the dessert and have all the lovely things without panicking that I'm going to put the weight back on again. So there's lots of, of things, there's lots of things going on here, right? Lots and lots of things going on here. But, you know, these are, these are a couple of simple truths about it. Weight loss is out of our control. Um, when we focus on weight loss only, then we tend to only do things we can sustain for a short period. We set all of our story on how we look and we make it the most important thing about ourselves. And also we tell ourselves that confidence and feeling good about ourselves can only come once we've lost the weight. We put ourselves in that when-then situation. So look, the thing is, like I said at the start, weight loss is not bad, right? I think sometimes people assume that because I'm anti-diet, because I encourage people to focus on other things as well, that I am anti-weight loss, but I'm not. I'm absolutely not. There's nothing wrong with having that as one of your aims. There's nothing wrong with you working towards that over the medium to long term. But what I really want to do is to help you to flip your thinking and see this from a different angle. So that instead of weight loss being the only important thing, we start to focus on making changes which are going to benefit our health and well-being the most. We start to really focus on creating that long-term habit change in a way that is truly sustainable. And the upshot of that is that we will likely lose some weight as well, right? But we've also benefited ourselves in so many other ways and we get ourselves off that roller coaster. So here's how I would love, love, love us to look at it. First of all, what are the changes that would still be beneficial to you even if you never lost any weight at all? And I, I'm always quite keen to, to ask clients and members about this because people say, I just want to lose weight, right? 
But like I say, weight loss is not guaranteed. We don't know how that's going to, you know, how that's going to play out. So what I really want to encourage people to do is to make improvements to their well-being regardless, right? So what are the changes that would be still beneficial to you, even if you never lost any weight at all? You know, we all know that if we exercise more, if we eat better, if we add more self-care into our lives, these are things that are going to improve our quality of life. They're going to give us more energy. They're going to make us stronger, strengthen our immune systems, give us clearer skin, help us to tone up, make our heart healthier, make our bones stronger. Yo-yo weight loss is not going to do this. And actually, yo-yo weight loss can be actually detrimental to your health. You know, long-term habit change is the thing that we all need to be focusing on. Not what we can achieve in the next three or four weeks, but the long-term habit change, because that is going to actually improve the quality of our lives. It's going to make us feel better. It's going to make us feel more empowered. It's going to make us feel like we have more control. You know, I, I think that when we focus only on weight loss, we tend to feel out of control. We tend to feel like it is something that we can't seem to, we just can't seem to get a hold of. And I know, you know, I I speak to a lot of women, particularly in perimenopause as well, actually. It's a time when we can start to put weight on and women are feeling out of control around it. They're running around kind of going, oh my God, I'm putting all this weight on. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? How, like exercise more, eat less, exercise more, eat less take HRT, do this, do this, do this. And, and I, can feel, like, I can feel the panic. I can feel the frustration. I can feel all that going on. Now, if you make lifestyle, long-term lifestyle changes, the likelihood is you're going to nip that in the bud, right? You're going to lose some weight. You're going to feel more in control. You're going to get out of that situation where the weight is just piling on and piling on and piling on, and it feels like you can do nothing about it. But when you only focus on the weight, you just make it worse and worse and worse, right? Let's focus on all of the other amazing things that we can do for ourselves that are going to be beneficial to us, whether we lose weight or not. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing, or the second way that I would love us to look at it, is that, you know, ultimately, whether you lose any weight and how much you lose and the shape of your body are all out of your control, right? So like I said before, a lot of us are looking for control and a lot of us are feeling out of control, right? But there is loads of things that are in our control. We get to control whether we choose to exercise or not. We get to choose the kinds of food that we feed ourselves. We get to choose the habits that we start to create within our lives. And like I say, when you do those things, you're likely to start losing the weight, but you must, must, must commit to those habits first. You know, and the irony is that when we just think of weight loss, we try and shoehorn things in that are going to help us to lose weight, but they're not things that we want to keep doing. Whereas if we want a long-term solution, then changing our habits in a sustainable way is the thing that must come first. Otherwise, you just commit yourself to that roller coaster. And, you know, have you maybe said to yourself before, I know I've said this, I'm like, well, look, I'll just do this diet. I'll just do this for the next couple of months. And then when I've done that, then I will work on X, Y, Z habit. I'll work on adding these habits into my life. But we all know, we all know that's not how it works. Because you do it and they're like, oh yeah, brilliant. Lost the weight. Don't need to change the habits now. And then we go back to normal. So think about what is within your control. Your weight is not necessarily within your control, 100%. But the things that you do for yourself are absolutely within your control. So you get to control those things. I think the third way I, I would love us to look at it is that slow and steady wins the race. 
you know, the big sudden shock where our body is forced to recalibrate itself and then starts to make you crave all the food and all the calories. And you're like, what's wrong with me? Why have I got no willpower? It's it's not that. Your body is just saying, hey, you're not feeding me enough here. Please give me more food, <laughs> right? So that's what tends to happen when we do the sudden weight loss and when, when we are so 100% focused on that. So instead, let's think about gently leading ourselves in the direction we want to go. Think about slow and steady. And I know, I know it feels boring. You're like, hi, that's boring. I don't want to be making changes for the next year, two years. But ultimately, we need to be making these changes for life. So you need to be prepared to start making changes that you can sustain for the rest of your life, come what may. Okay, so slow and steady. Let's get into the slow and steady mode. Let's get into what are the habits that I can change. And I think the final thing that I I would love us all to, to think about is that confidence ultimately comes about how we feel about ourselves regardless of our weight. Okay, true confidence is not connected to how you look. And I know we all think it is, but it is not. True confidence is this thing that we have deep within ourselves and that is unshakable. And when we only focus on external things as our source of validation, then we can absolutely block ourselves from feeling that true confidence that can only come from within. We can only create that true, true, true deep confidence from within, regardless of external validation, regardless of how we look, right? And I think that this this point is almost the most important point. We're all chasing this feel-good factor of how we look. But honestly, it's just such a small part of it. I'm not saying that when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh yeah, I look good today, that doesn't help me confidence. Of course it does. But that's not where true confidence comes from because our perception of how we look changes day to day. And some days you might look in the mirror and be like, oh, yeah, I look good today. And then other days you're like, oh, I've got to look crap. And so our confidence goes up and down and up and down and up and down. Whereas if you can truly find that confidence within yourself, because you are in control of the things that you do for yourself, because you have empowered yourself by adding more exercise, by eating better, by looking at your self-care, by you know living to your values, by doing all of those amazing things for yourself, then that's when, that's when we have that true confidence. So here's the thing, there's nothing wrong with weight loss. Absolutely. I've said that a few times today and I want to keep reiterating that because people keep saying to me, oh, you know, I'd like to lose some weight, but you know, I, I, I know that you're against that. I'm not. I'm absolutely not against that. And I am all about helping women to lose weight if they would like to in a really sustainable way. But I never, ever, ever want that to be the, the number one thing. I never want that to be the first thing because I think that when we make it the first thing, then we end up doing things that do not actually help us in the long term. So let's think about working towards that in long-term sustainable ways. Improving our nutrition bit by bit, adding exercise bit by bit, upping our self-care bit by bit. And by the way, self-care is really important in this because stress, lack of sleep can have a huge impact on whether you're able to lose weight or not. So, you know, in many ways, actually the self-care stuff has to come first as well. But we need to look beyond that, right? We need to look at other ways in which you can grow your confidence, ways in which you can create that internal confidence that you feel about yourself regardless of whether you lose weight or not. 
So look at all the ways in which you can really commit to empowering yourself and feeling in control. Ways that are going to help you to create that long-term habit change. Because that is the stuff that's going to help you to feel strong and healthy and vibrant. You know, this is how we start to feel differently about ourselves, how we free ourselves from the constant worry about whether we're going to lose weight or not, or if we're going to keep putting weight on, or, you know, all of those things that are just going around in our heads all the time. You know, we need to be looking to the long term, not the quick fix and then go back to our old ways again. This is how we truly build that confidence that we all desire when we start to look inside of ourselves, when we start to look at the things that we do have control over the things we can change, the things that we would do regardless of how we looked. Right. So that is all I say to have to say on that matter today. Well, it's not actually. I think I could probably go on and on about this subject for a really, really long time because it's uh, honestly, it's something that I find endlessly fascinating. It's something, like I say, that I will, I'll have to keep talking about because it's something that's going to keep rearing its head. It, it keeps coming back to us. We, we can't just go and do a program and suddenly everything's fixed for us. We need to keep working on these things. We need to keep working on our mindset around these things. So like I say, I could go on, but I won't. I've probably given you enough to think about um, and absorb for now, but I'd love to hear how you get on with that. I'd love to hear if it's helped you to change the way that you maybe see weight loss, maybe moving it a little bit lower down the list and putting a couple of other things a little bit higher up. And also, if you feel that you you are actually able to put weight loss down the pecking order a little bit, I would always love, love, love to hear from you on my social media channels. So just find me there at Alex Chickfit and let me know. And for now, I'm going to love you and leave you and I'll see you all next time. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chick Fit, and I'll see you again next time.